Hi everyone, this is the I Heard You Review Movies podcast. My name is Daniel Johnson, avid moviegoer and film buff. Thank you for joining me on this journey through film and really to create an escape from the current COVID-19 epidemic crisis with everybody having to stay at home, follow different orders by different states. We appreciate you tuning in to this podcast. The goal is to kind of create an escape from what's currently going on in our country and just have some fun enjoying film discussing it dissecting it um we're really excited to have this broadcast uh on and really it's just to you know we're going to make it about a 30 minute broadcast each week um and we're going to review current movies that are out in the theaters or on blu-ray dvd we're going to have uh we're going to go streaming uh, where it, the films that we review on that segment are going to be available on Netflix, Prime Video, or various other streaming platforms. And then we're going to have Quarantine Essentials. These are the films that I think are essential film viewing during any crisis, including this one. But really, these are films that you should be watching if you're an avid moviegoer like I am. Uh, So we're going to be doing all that, but the first segment we're going to go over tonight uh, is going to be with the Family Drive-In Theater. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so the first segment we have here on I Heard Your View Movies podcast for this week is an exclusive interview with Jim Kopp, who is the owner of the Family Drive-In Theater out in Stevens City, Virginia. It is about an hour away from Northern Virginia area and has been in operation for 64 years as a family-owned drive-in theater. And we talked to Jim about the COVID-19 operations for his business and what the future holds for the drive-in. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Heard You Review Movies podcast. I'm here with Jim... Jim Cop, the owner of the Family Drive-In here out in beautiful Stevens City, Virginia. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day. Well, thank you. Uh, tell the audience a little bit about what the Family Drive-In is and what, what you guys do here. Okay, well, the Family Drive-In Theater is uh, a two-screen uh, drive-in that was built 64 years ago. It's the only drive-in theater left in the Washington, D.C., Northern Virginia area. Uh, it is typical classic. We have the classic car speakers the playground, uh, the, the, and uh, the typical options of a, of a classic driving theater from, from the 50s. Okay. All right. And what makes the driving experience different for a re- from a regular movie theater experience for someone that's not familiar with it? Okay. Well, the going out to the driving has uh, always been a special experience. Um, it's a combination of elements. Okay, you, uh, you get your family, you get your friends out to see the movies. Uh, you're oftentimes sitting outside. I always call it a big movie tailgate event. And uh, when you get, when you get uh, uh, sitting outside with family, friends, um, and you're underneath a nice summer sky, uh, and the movie's on the big screen, all those elements, uh, plus the retro elements, all those elements make it very special, and it's an experience. 
And, and, and the backdrop I'm seeing right now, it's the sunset right behind the movie theater screen. It's fantastic. Yes, so. and, and if you can see over the hill, it's, you see right into the mountains. Right, right. Well, with uh, you're all doing a phenomenal job following all the COVID guidelines from the state government, local health department. I can sympathize a little bit with that, being a hotel manager myself. Oh, uh, you know, tell us about the use of technology with Ticket Leap and fast food, and how you're using that to keep the doors open during the pandemic. Okay, well, what's uh, different for us is, uh, with the, the pandemic is that uh, we used to have everyone that well, we always had online ticketing uh, since I started in 2010 here, and um, we always offered that as an option. But now with the pandemic, it's required, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly because we're at 50% capacity and we've got to gauge the number of vehicles that we get in our, in our uh, facility at any particular time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it actually is liked by a lot of folks that drive 80, 90, 100 miles because they know that they're going to get in. Yeah. Um, and also with the, with the concession operation, um, uh, the fan food op, uh, app, uh, you order your food online. You don't have to go into the concession stand. Uh, it's a contact type of ty- contactless type yeah. of system where you pick up the food in, in the pickup window, and uh, and it's pushed out to you. So you you get very limited contact. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. I mean, it, and I think you know it, it hopefully will help the process with getting people, which it seems like it has. I've been here many times. And the line going through today seemed a lot smoother with the online system than in the past. So. so hopefully that I hope continues. We're trying to perfect everything. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the drivings are going to online processes, and it's a, it's a new breed for all of us. Right, yeah. yeah. So with the movie companies in a holding pattern as part of the rippling effect of this pandemic, uh, what is the approach of the family driving moving forward to stay open? Well, we hope to go back and get some of the movies that we had not, uh, we opened in March for one weekend, mm-hmm. and then we had to close. So there were a couple movies that were out in the March time period that, we, uh, that we're going to go back and get. Um, we will currently have Trolls, which came out in March, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also Invisible Man on our screen mm-hmm. hill. And uh, so we're going to go back and get some of those, like Bloodshot. Uh, um, the um, um, there's a couple other movies that uh, mm-hmm. that we're going to get. Plus, we're also going to go back and get some classics or retros, mm-hmm. like uh, for our Memorial Day weekend. We're going back and getting the first Minions movie, Despicable oh, Me, yeah. of oh. 2010. And then we're bringing an E.T. as a second feature with it. So uh, we're going to go back and get some of those. We may do some some, uh, um, series, like maybe the Back to the Future series or Harry Potter series or all the Jurassic Park movies or whatever. That sounds awesome. That really does. Um, And are there any movies that you can think of, uh, past or present, that are really made for the drive-in experience well there's a couple of them I, a couple that i personally like uh, the grease mm-hmm. is one uh, of course that has the famous grease uh, yeah. scene with uh, with john travolta yeah. and uh, olivia newton john and the jumping hot dog and that jumping hot dog in the mission trailer mm-hmm. we show it here yeah, that's right and yeah. so uh that's a typical driving film also american graffiti 
-hmm. some of the oh, yeah. uh, the dancing like flash dance or mm -hmm. uh, dirty dancing um, a couple of the uh, call call type movies okay. fast and furious series and things like yeah. that well, that sounds great yeah and uh, you know I highly recommend anybody uh, who hasn't been out to Steven City to see this wonderful place to come out and watch movies under the stars at the Family Drive-In Theater. My fiance actually brought me here on a date uh, early on in our relationship. She's actually with me right now. And uh, I not only fell in love with her, but I fell in love with the experience here. That's why we continue to come back. And, you know, we come. Yeah, we might be getting to that if it doesn't come out anytime soon. Yeah. My fiance, oh, and she's like, why don't we have a driver? I was going to say, you have a backup plan. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, we've come here many times and can't recommend it enough. The service is always good. And I, I've talked to you a few times. Yes, we've been to the Dusk Till Dawn marathons here, which yes, we can, hopefully we'll have. We'll see, you know, moving forward here. Um, but tickets right now are $7 per adult and $3 child, yes. children ages 3 to 11, That's correct? That's single okay. mm -hmm. And so if the, if the restrictions change, will you know, the pricing may go back to where yeah, it was. Yeah, we go back okay. to double features. Huh. Like for the Memorial Day weekend, we're mm -hmm. doing double features, so we go back to our $9, okay. $4 yeah. prices. Uh, then we'll drop back. Uh, one of the problems is that we don't have new movies coming out till July. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, they say that if the new, if the indoor theaters are not ready, they may move it again. Yeah. So I'm hoping Wait. that's not true. Christopher Nolan seems to think it's going to happen. We'll see. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, I hope not, because we'll be, yeah. we'll be, we'll be lo looking for a lot of product. Yeah, absolutely. And people, like I said, I mean, people want to be out right now. I mean, there's still restrictions in place in several parts of the state including northern virginia which is you know where i'm from um but where it's just nice to come out here and and you know follow the rules and you know just have a, a good old-fashioned night it's just really cool um if you you know again fan food is the app if you want to order at, uh, food here on at the drive-in and I actually recommend that uh, because the concession revenue goes straight back into the theater uh, and the prices are reasonable. The food's good. Yeah, and, and so def definitely recommend that. If you do bring outside food in, there is a $10 permit charge per vehicle. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're about to enjoy The Invisible Man. Have you seen it? Oh, it's a good movie. Very good movie. Yeah. I look forward to it. Well, I thank actually saw it at the, uh, and, uh, when it first came out down at the, down four miles down the road at Alamo for me. Yeah, I, I, I remember in the back of my mind thinking, you know, when it was on demand, maybe getting it. And I was like, wait a minute, it might come back here. And I'm glad we waited. Yeah. So, uh, but thanks again. And we hope everything, uh, you know, everyone follows the proper guidelines. We have a Dusk Till Dawn Marathon, our future, hopefully. We'll see. I hope so. But thank you so much. So. And FamilyDrivingTheater.com, it's with one N, right? Yes. Uh, FamilyDrivingTheater.com for all information. And uh, thanks a lot. Thank you, Daniel. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I want to thank Jim Kopp of the Family Driving Theater in Stevens City, Virginia, again, for taking time out of his busy Saturday as it was very chaotic um, because they were so busy. And I, I wish them nothing but success in the future. And if you are looking for a great movie experience, the Family Drive-In Theater is definitely the one 
to go to. And again, thanks so much for having us out there. And we enjoyed it thoroughly. So we're going to go into our review. Uh, This week is The Invisible Man, uh, which is a 2020 science fiction horror film written and directed by Lee Wannell. I'd really call it more of a a horror suspense film. I mean, yeah, there's some science fiction aspects to it, uh, but it's really more of a horror suspense. Um, And it follows uh, a woman who believes she's being stalked by her abusive and wealthy boyfriend even after his apparent suicide. She ultimately uh, deduces that he has acquired the ability to become invisible. Film stars Elizabeth Moss, Aldous Hodge, Storm Reid, Harriet Dyer, Michael Dorman, and Oliver Jackson Cohen. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's a very good movie. Uh, you know, this has been uh, adapted before. Uh, I think Hollow Man was the last uh, movie that this was created. The Invisible Man story was based into. Um, which did fairly well at the box office. That was with Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Shue. Um, but this film is trying, you know, really does try to modernize the story from, you know, everybody, anybody who doesn't know, H.G. Wells is the original creator of the Invisible Man story. He wrote it as a novella. Um, but the, you know, this really does make it a, uh, modern take. Cecilia, played by Elizabeth Moss, uh, is the one that is trying to escape her ex-boyfriend um, because he controls every aspect of her life. And I'm sure there are people out there that have felt this way in some relationship or another. Um, but she doesn't believe that he committed suicide she believes that it was a hoax and as there's a series of coincidences that happen throughout the film turn lethal she works to prove that he she is being hunted by someone no one can see and that that's a you know really interesting and intriguing story uh that uh lee wan elm created as one of the writers of the screenplay um it's really suspenseful throughout. Like I said, though, it does take a little bit of time to get going. The first, first probably 20 minutes of the movie, it, it's a little bit slow to develop. But once you get through that first part of the movie, uh, the movie starts to pick up traction after that. And it gets very suspenseful and very interesting. Elizabeth Moss does a fantastic job uh, in the movie. Um the one part that I think could use some improvement uh, to me was the the man, you know, the person, the actor who played the Invisible Man. You know, he really wasn't in the movie all that much um, because you you know, you really because he is invisible. You you know, Oliver Jackson Cohen who plays Adrian Griffin. Um, there wasn't much substance to his character, and that's really the only gripe I have with the movie. Other than that, everyone else in the movie is, you know, all the actors are good. They do a great job with the story. Um, I really hope they don't make a sequel to it, 
but as you know, Hollywood movies that are successful typically get a sequel. Um, and is it possible to make a sequel out of this? I, I guess you could, but I like it if it just if they just leave this on its original purpose of what it is. Um, it's a it's a really good film, and I highly recommend that you go to the family drive-in a theater that type of element and that type of atmosphere is perfect for a movie like this and this is a movie that utilizes sound to create the invisible man character and make him so effective so i would rate this movie three out of four stars highly recommend going to see it if you have a chance to go out to the family driving like i said before go see it there otherwise uh, hopefully in the next month or two here we'll see movie theaters slowly opening back up uh, but we'll continue to uh, to bring reviews regardless and uh, let's go to the next segment okay the next segment we're going to talk about is quarantine essentials these are movies that have pretty much already been made or classics uh, in cinema that I feel are essential movie viewing for anybody who's a fan of movies. And we're going to start this segment off with Back to the Future. And for those of you who don't know what Back to the Future is or have been living under a rock for the last 30 years, uh, Back to the Future is uh, a movie set in 1985 Hill Valley starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Thomas Wilson, Leah Thompson, and Crispin Glover. And it is a movie about a young boy named Marty McFly who befriends a scientist in Hill Valley named Dr. Emmett Brown. And Doc Brown asks Marty at 1 o'clock in the morning overnight to come to the Twin Pines Mall to help him document an experiment that he's been working on. And what Marty soon comes to realize is he is talking about an experiment where he uses a DeLorean as a time machine. And as the experiment goes on, Doc Brown finds out that his experiment works. And he essentially goes on, is going to be going on a time-traveling tour of history and is all set and ready to go for it when all of a sudden a group of Libyan nationalists who he stole plutonium to power the DeLorean with find him at the Twin Pines Mall and subsequently murder him for stealing from them. So Marty then ends up going into the time machine and traveling back to 1955 and evidently gets stuck there uh, because there is no plutonium in the vehicle and he's out of plutonium so he can't travel back through time. So he has to go and find 1955 Doc Brown to help him get back to the future. And in the middle of all this, he is finding out, you know, about his father and his mother and how important it is that they get together in order to keep his existence alive. Very fascinating movie, very complicated storyline, but really flows well throughout. It is a classic film. I can't stress that enough. The technology at the time in 1985 was just nothing short of spectacular. 
and it has some of the great movie scores that you come to know uh, through Alan Silvestri uh, and just a classic film. It, again, it's on Netflix. It's available on Amazon. It's available uh, anywhere you buy DVDs and Blu-rays, you know, Target, Walmart. Uh, but that is going to be the quarantine essential of the week is Back to the Future. last segment of our podcast this week is going to be we're going streaming and that is movies that are available on netflix prime video apple tv or any other streaming platform that is readily available to the public and we're going to start off with the movie that really inspired the title of this podcast and that is the irishman that is directed by martin scorsese And for those of you who don't know, it is based on the book, I Heard You Paint Houses. It is a 2019 American epic crime film directed and produced by Martin Scorsese, written by Steven Zalian, based on the 2004 fiction book. It stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Ray Romano, Bobby Cannavale, Anna Paquin, Stephen Graham, Stephanie Kurtzuba, Jesse Plemons, and Harvey Keitel. The film follows Frank Sheeran, played by Robert De Niro, a truck driver who becomes a hitman involved with mobster Russell Bufalano and his crime family, including his time working for the powerful teamster Jimmy Hoffa, played brilliantly by Al Pacino. And the, so the way I take this movie um, is it really is a three-part film. So the film itself is three hours, 45 minutes, very long film, very lengthy, it has a lot of content in it. But the movie basically follows Frank throughout his life. And it really starts from the beginning when Frank is an old man recounting his stories on his life. Um, And basically, so it's basically how Frank became who he was is the beginning of the movie. The second part of the movie is when Frank is introduced to Jimmy Hoffa and really becomes Hoffa's right-hand hitman, uh, so to speak. And um, the third part of the movie is about when it is decided that Jimmy Hoffa is going to be killed. And Frank is the one that orchestrates the entire thing and ends up murdering Jimmy Hoffa. And it goes into great detail uh, about how that was done. Um, But just the cast alone is loaded here. And this was one of the top 10 films nominated for Best Picture last year at the Oscars. Deservedly so. Uh, Do I think they could have probably shortened the movie just a tad? Uh, yeah, I think you could have you could have shaved about an hour, hour and a half off of it, and it still would have been a really good movie, I think. There's a lot of things that were contained in the book that were kind of glossed over uh, to keep the main theme uh, regarding Jimmy Hoffa. If you're looking for a Jimmy Hoffa biopic, this isn't the one uh, for you to look at. 
There's a great film uh, Jack Nicholson did, I think it was a Hoffa movie. That is a tremendous biopic. Um, this is really, Jimmy Hoffa's more of the backdrop of this story, and this movie is more about Frank Sheeran. Uh, and really is a fascinating story, but I mean, just incredible performances up and down. Ray Romano was sensational. Uh, Joe Pesci, first time he's acted in 20 years, looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. Robert De Niro, you know, is great as always. Uh, you know, Al Pacino deservedly had an Oscar nomination for this movie. Except there's one phrase that Jimmy Hoffa says a lot in this movie that I was a, it gets a little annoying <laughs> after a while with, but uh, but it just is stellar performances, great cast, uh, can't recommend it enough. It is a movie you can kind of break down if you don't want to watch it all at once. You can watch it in a couple nights, maybe even three nights, uh, and. and come back to it it's it's a movie that that has some pretty good separation where you can follow it through but in a highly recommended movie it is available for streaming on netflix i believe netflix is going to release dvd and blu-ray copies of it if you don't have the streaming service so those will be available uh and again it's a great movie i would i give it three and a half out of four stars uh just a great film, uh, one of the best of 2019 for sure.